Hi, Kelsey. Welcome to Ruin My Life, <laughs> a podcast about forcing your friends to like or just experience mm -hmm. the things that you like. Yeah. I'm Jason Edwards. I'm Kelsey Goldman. Today, Kelsey, we're talking about, well, what are we talking about? A, a, a life experience, a an event, a little different from our normal fair. It's a little regional festival you may have heard of. A little, you know, local bit of local flavor local from flavor. down south. Yeah. Uh, a quaint old uh, uh, historical event still held to this day called the Kentucky Derby. Indeed. The 144th was this year. Yes, and we went. We went. We went down south. We took a car. We took a car, a long car ride, Very as they call it. Very long car ride. Um, uh, and we went to the Derby, sponsored by Julie Goldman, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Uh, former guest. Former guest. I, and potential future guest, I guess. I don't mean to say that she'll never be back. That's She might. Yeah, she could. Got stuff to talk about. Yeah, she probably would have been a good asset for this episode. Probably. She's been more than me. This, this is your is first actually one. actually my first derby, yeah. So we're bending the rules a little bit this episode, yeah. but because you did bring me into this experience, I would yes. not have gone to the derby without you, and I would not have been interested in going if not for my friendship with you. Yes. So I think it still falls into the general, you know, it's 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 spiritually right. I think it's, so it's, too. It's, it's I, in the spirit of the podcast. I think I like have an understanding of what it is, and I've experienced Certainly. it in different ways. Certainly. Um, because I grew up in Louisville, where the Kentucky Derby is held, um, and you can't not experience it. You can't avoid it if you live in Louisville. It's, it's just not possible. It is inescapable. Inescapable for two whole weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we break down real quick for people what the Kentucky Derby is? I think we should. Okay. So, wikipedia.org defines the Kentucky Derby as <laughs> a horse race. It is indeed a horse race. Kelsey, would you care to elaborate? It is a stakes horse race for three-year-old horses, um, and it's one of the older ones in the country, and it's held on the first Saturday in May every year. It was brought to Kentucky by um, Clark of Lewis and Clark. Well, the grandson the grand of Lewis and Clark. Yes. Colonel mm -hmm. Meriwether Lewis Clark Jr. Because <laughs> he had traveled to... England, where they also held a, a horse race called the Derby, and was like, hey, this is a pretty good horse race. This, this looks pretty nice. That's, you know, we should do one of these. We should do one of these. We should, where I'm from, we'll do one of these. We'll do one of these. And basically, uh, he did. He did. They raised he the money. He founded the Louisville Jockey Club. He uh, got some people named Churchill to give him some land where they built Churchill Downs. And that's where the race is held to this day. That's basically it. It's basically it. It's not complicated. <laughs> there's, not, there's not a whole lot to the founding of the Derby. Yeah. I mean, and eventually it became, um, you know, part of the race, the three stakes races for three-year-old horses called the Triple Crown, which is the Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont stakes. The Derby is the first one. It's also, I believe, the shortest, and the Belmont is the longest. It's like the EGOT of horse racing. If you win all of them. It's like if there were three Super Bowls. There were three Super Bowls, yes. But one was like really the more popular one. It's more like a like a grand slam in tennis, right? Like I don't you follow. win all the things in tennis. It's more like individual sports, you know. Yeah, but so those three mm -hmm. races make up the the pinnacle of horse racing in America. Yes. And the Derby is the first. You the said the first okay. of them. Okay. Yeah. And it, I would say it is the most. Um, culturally prevalent it's the most like culturally prevalent um and culturally significant because mm -hmm. it's um it's has much higher attendance than um than the other two races and it's also just built this sort of like cachet around it kind of which you still have a little bit of at like the preakness and the belmont but not as much the derby is like an event it's a thing that people go to um it's like ascot in england you know people dress up they get hats they prepare for this all year there's so many, and, and for Louisville, it's become this, you know, economically, it's very important to us, <laughs> um, one. And it's, you know, it's a huge, it's a huge, huge event where, like, everyone all over the country is watching for, you know, 30 minutes on television at most, because the race itself is, like, maybe two minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, for us in Louisville, growing up, it's two and a half weeks of just nonstop stuff. And so they've built this whole industry around it. And um, it keeps growing and and gaining popularity even like because there's kind of been a sort of like um, 
I want to say like bourbon renaissance <laughs> in the past <laughs> five to ten years, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I feel like people are super into bourbon now. Do you feel like in the same way there's been sort of a craft beer yeah. resurgence in the past like yeah. several years? Yeah. That makes sense to me. I mean, yeah. you, you've also, you've worked in the the uh, the, the booze industry yeah. <laughs> more closely than I have. I think I think the sort of like the, the emergence of like the craft cocktail and, and, and that sort of thing has really brought bourbon to new heights. And, and I think you can't really think of bourbon without thinking of Kentucky and thinking of the Derby. Not if you're doing it right. Not if you're doing it right. Exactly. So I think, you know, that in itself has, has helped make the Derby even bigger. So there's, you know, tradition. And then there's also like sort of new tastes and stuff coinciding to like make this an exciting event for all involved. Yeah, for me growing up the Derby, I never went to the Derby growing up because it was, you don't really go as a kid. Like, I don't know, like don't bring your kids to the Derby. That sounds terrible. It is not, and we'll get more (laughs) into our experience with the Derby later on, but I will say uh, my impressions of it is not a place a child would be welcome. No. (laughs) or, Or have anything near a good time. But, um... But in Louisville, everyone uh, gets the Friday before Derby, which is Oaks Day, um, which used to be kind of locals day at the track because, you know, all the celebrities and everyone would come in for Derby. All the out-of-towners would come for Derby, but all the locals would go to the track for um, the Oaks, which is the same race, but for girl horses. Um, Phillies. The Phillies. Um, on the Friday before. Um, and so basically there's no school, like no Jefferson County schools have school, no public or parochial schools have school um a lot of businesses close everyone's just doing derby shit (laughs) um i think we should take a pause on this for one moment because i think some people might be like i was a little bit shocked to find (laughs) out that an entire town essentially shuts down including these schools yes for the day before a horse race that is that is correct i know it's also the day of a horse race but really it's the day before if if it was just the the, well, it is the, be- the first race. It is because it it's the day down. before. It, it is the day of a horse race because, like, that used to be when all the locals went to the track. Like, so, like, and as you all know, if there is a horse running very quickly in your community on that day, everyone gets the day off. Everyone gets the day off. That's just uh, how it works. I mean, unless you work in the service industry, which then you, know, you don't. Most people aren't real people anyway. Obviously, <laughs> then you don't get the day off. I, I work in that industry. I should say it. I don't want anyone to think i'm actually like yeah. casting aspersions on we, people who work both, in the service we both industry have been there or are currently there yeah <laughs> so I, I realize some people might not have the context for that <laughs> so yeah so i grew up getting that that day off and um that's gotta feel good you gotta have some good feelings about the derby right off the bat knowing that yeah, you get the day of school, school. That's, yeah anything feels and it good. actually it ended up being so weird because when i went to college and i went to college in in baltimore maryland which is where the preakness is but um <laughs> did that factor into your decision no <laughs> Because I never went to the Preakness. Interesting. But uh, it just so happened that I never actually had class on Oaks Day in college, just like out of pure happenstance, in that the first two years it was our like spring weekend where they like cancel class and there's like a big party and everything. It was always that. It's not a thing at all colleges, but go on. It's not a thing at a lot of colleges. <laughs> I have I've never heard of what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't like they didn't like for like a Friday or like a weekend in the spring, they didn't bring like bands on and there was like rides and stuff no what are you talking about (laughs) and then i was studying abroad my third year and i didn't have class on fridays and then it just so happened that classes end up being canceled that day my senior year of high school (laughs) or of college so i didn't actually go to class on oaks day until grad school Ooh, was that hard it was really hard (laughs) i mean we've all been there having to go to class on a Random Friday in early May. It was it's hard. Truly a tribulation. No. But we we di- we dipped in on the Thursday before the Derby, so the day before mm-hmm. the um, Oaks Day. Right. But the Derby Festival uh, kicks off two weeks prior to the Derby mm-hmm. with thunder over Louisville. Correct. Thunder. Saturday, two weeks before the Derby, usually. In your own words, can you explain what thunder over Louisville or TOL is? <laughs> it's a giant ass fireworks show. It's a bunch of fireworks. It's a bunch of fireworks. There's also a, like an air show with like planes and stuff beforehand, <laughs> but that was always <laughs> like the the opener. Just a bunch of fireworks, but it's huge. It's like the biggest fireworks show in on the continent, I think. It's giant. Um, but it was always fun, and you know, I have a lot of really good memories of like picnic blankets on top of 
like parking garages in downtown Louisville <laughs> watching because the, they do the fireworks over the river watching the fireworks just chilling out is it big enough that you can see the fireworks from basically anywhere in the city not anywhere but you know the one year in high school i didn't go like go to, you have to go like down to the river to like have a good oh, okay. view okay. um just because there's like buildings and shit <laughs> <laughs> right, right um but uh one year if you go to like the top of a big hill in in the city proper like you you couldn't see it like from outside the outside what used to be the city line um because the cities and the county are merged now so it's a large city footprint but um Jennifer and I drove to the top of the hill where the VA hospital was and just sat in the parking lot and looked down at the river and you could see it. It was cool. Sorry, I've just sort of stumbled upon a list of all the uh, themes oh, yes. for the uh, thunders over the years. I did not, you did not mention that there were themes. There were themes, yes. Um, just a, There's music accompanying the fireworks. Just a, a brief uh, survey of some of the more recent themes. This year's was a disco thunder. Nice. 2016 was No Strings Attached. I assume in reference to the seminal NSYNC album. I hope so. I wasn't um, there. 2012 was a star-spangled blast. Very patriotic, apparently. Um, I will say 2009, Thunder Road. 2010, Thunder Fever. 2011, Thunder Power. So, you know, sort of a trilogy there. That's nice. <laughs> and 2004 was a Broadway Thunder. And I can I remember only that imagine... One. What was that? Do you remember what, what that was like? I... I don't like have a total memory because you know about my recall and it's terrible. It's bad, but I remember yeah. being excited that it was Broadway Thunder. I'll tell you this. Just one more note about these themes. They were a little bit prosaic in the early goings. <laughs> 1993 was, was just literally Derby Festival opening ceremonies, Thunder over Louisville. 1994 was Phantom of the Opera. Nice. No thunder. The word thunder is not even in there. Phantom, of the, Phantom of the Opera. They really dove all in when they went for themes. I'm going to move on. Please, <laughs> I'm very excited about what I believe is the next item on the Derby Festival list. The balloon race? Yeah, there's a balloon race? There's a balloon race. Are I love the balloon me? race. What, what 1880s <laughs> type situation is this where some deranged billionaire is holding a balloon race every year? It's always like I tell people about my weird childhood experiences. Like the balloon race was... It, <laughs> I can't remember. I feel like it's usually on a Saturday, but maybe it's on a weekday. You know, let's, let's just get this out, this out here. There's the Great Balloon Race, immediately followed by the Great Steamboat Race. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What are you all doing down there? <laughs> but like you, the balloons, the, ra the race route, because they're kind of route, they're balloons, used to go over my, my mom's old neighborhood. So you could go out on our deck in the morning, in the early morning, because it's usually over after, like, like by like, midday um and see just like all the balloons above our house <laughs> it's just a weird experience that i thought was normal but was not how could you possibly and think that was normal the night before the balloon race they have the balloon glow where you go to where they're all set up and they like fire up all the balloons while they're still tied down and they're all like glowing and shit it's cool and then uh, they take off after leaving louisville to race around the world in 80 <laughs> days i believe totally that's what my notes here say so i assume that's true and then the steamboat race the steamboat race kelsey the steamboat race that that shouldn't be allowed well i mean we already have the steamboats <laughs> what else are we gonna do with them but race them well the steamboat the bell of louisville which is the main boat featured <laughs> in the in the steamboat race because you know steamboats were very integral to the economy of louisville at one point yeah just a just a note the first one was held in 1963 not exactly prime years for steamboats. it's a race it's not a <laughs> anyway it's not a what it's not a what anyway is the entire theme of the Derby Festival just racing on outdated modes of transportation. <laughs> I mean, have you gotten to the bed races yet? Are you shitting me? <laughs> no. What do they do? They like like hospital like gurneys <laughs> like they're wheeling gurneys down the road. It's kind of like a they like pimp out beds. Oh come on, Kelsey! <laughs> I'm not lying. Google what, image search. What childhood fantasy? <laughs> what Maurice Sendak bullshit is this? <laughs> Uh, anyway, the steamboat race is 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 held, and it used to be the Belle of Louisville and the Delta Queen, and the Delta Queen's been retired, and it's I think the Belle of Cincinnati now. Um, anyway, I tell you, I'm amazed to find out there are three steamboats still operational in America. <laughs> um, oh my god! 
I just Googled the bed race. <laughs> this is essentially a boxcar derby with a mattress on top. <laughs> but I mean, that's what it started as. It's called the bed race. What is the... It's a thing. And then after the steamboat race, because the, the, the steamboat race is the Wednesday before derby. And then, oh, so we just missed the steamboat race coming down on the Thursday. Parade, the Pegasus Parade is the Thursday before Derby, and it's actually my favorite of the Derby events. Which is just, it's just a parade. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there's nothing special about is it, it. Is it Pegasus themed in any way? Or is well, that just the, the, name the emblem it? for the Kentucky Derby Festival is a Pegasus. So it's a horse with wings. Interesting. <laughs> Seems like they would just go with a regular horse. Horse with wings. Wouldn't that make the other horses feel bad? Talk about giving horses an unrealistic image to aspire to. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> There's also a marathon and a mini marathon. Ah, uh, yes. For so. when, when the humans get their turn <laughs> to bleed. In addition to that, there is a sort of pageant-style royal court. There are derby princesses <laughs> and a derby queen. So how does that play out? Are they involved in the activities of the festival, or are they just sort of um, have their own separate thing going on? They're chosen from um, Kentucky uh, universities and colleges, and they like host stuff. And make appearances during the thing, and they're all they all get a scholarship. So some other things that happen like around the Derby Festival, there's um, the Festaville, which is called is what I always knew as the Chow Wagon, which is like a big <laughs> downtown, uh, like Midway kind of. There's like restaurants and rides and stuff, and it's just sort of open in Waterfront Park for the whole of the festival. Do they set up rides like in a fair, or is it kind just... of yeah? Okay, Festaville, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's that's I gotta give him that one. That's a solid pun. <laughs> um, there's also a poster designed every year, usually by a fairly notable artist, depending on the year. There's a basketball tournament, a basketball tournament, a a golf tournament, and then the Pegasus pins. You can buy the Pegasus pin at a lot of local establishments, and that will get you into like a number of of events. They're like ten dollars, and it just gets you into a bunch of things. But yeah, it was always really fun. I, you know, I always had a really good time going to Thunder and the parade and watching the balloons and stuff. It's just like a, a fun, like a demarcation in the year for me. But, you know, growing up, the actual Derby Day was always a Derby party at someone's house <laughs> um, or multiple Derby parties, <laughs> which we still try to recreate here in, in New York City. I have, I have been to several. You they are quite several. lovely. They are quite lovely. We're still having one this year, even though we it's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, more of a general celebration of horse racing? Yes. <laughs> as a concept. Yes. Um, a thing we can all get behind with no... No reservations No, com- no reservations, whatsoever. no complaints. Just good old-fashioned getting a short dude up on a horse and making him run that thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and that was always fun. There was always, you know... Good food, outside, <laughs> amateur gambling. I know how much um, you love uh, being outside, historically. I didn't even talk about the kindergarten derby at my school. <laughs> no, no, please, please, because I know, okay, I know what you're talking about here. Please go back and talk about the kindergarten derby. So on the Thursday This is the most derby, demented thing I've so ever heard. Much, this is like, this is like very specific to my school. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Thursday before derby, we had the kindergarten derby at my school. And in like the week or so leading up to it, we, um, it's bad. <laughs> Let's lay this out. First of all, you, you went to a school, a, a school which in which um, grades K through 12 all attended the same yes. school. Yes. And so the kindergartners, they like train in, in PE class and they basically <laughs> run a race with a, a broomstick horse and the whole school watches. So- There's a parade that the whole elementary school takes part in. And all of the middle and high schoolers come out to watch. And the derby court is there. So what you got is a bunch of um, kindergartners <laughs> yes. racing. Yes. While a bunch of like middle schoolers and high schoolers watch them do it. Yes. To be fair, most of those middle and high schoolers also did it at one point. Oh, that's, that's, that's like a sick rite of passage. <laughs> yeah. How do they choose which of the kids gets to race? Well, there was like heats. Oh, my God. So you, did, you race with like 10 people and then the winners of every heat. Or maybe like six people. I don't know about you. I wasn't like the most physically fit five-year-old. Yeah, can you imagine how? Like, but everybody got a ribbon. That's nice. Yeah. I don't have to say. Can you imagine? Because you went through it. Yeah, twice. Oh no! (laughs) Did you have an advantage when you did your second kindergarten year? I still wasn't fast. (laughs) Plus, you got a broomstick between your legs. It's very hard to run like that. Yeah. But you did get to decorate the head for your horse, which was fun. That was that must have been nice. 
I enjoyed it. Oh, they got to say you later on went to play field hockey, correct? Yeah. So I wonder if there's any sort of connection there between an early formative experience <laughs> running around with a broomstick. I don't know. There's something there. I mean, field hockey was like a, uh, a was the sport you played. That was the sport you played at collegiate. Like if you were a girl and you went to play sport, you played field hockey. Collegiate is, was your school. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe there's a connection there. Well, if it was enforced, there might be like I don't even know what that. There's too much to probe into there. I don't know. I don't know if we have time but to yeah. dig into that. Which is like. You know, looking back, I realized that that tradition was very weird. Did any of the, like, high schoolers, like, bet on the the, the kindergartners? You know, I never did, but I bet there was people that did. Oh, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Man, if I'd have been in that school, I would absolutely have uh, bet on those little kids. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine if we met as teenagers? Oh, God, would we be friends if we met as teenagers? Hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. I'm, I guess it depends on which, which year. So, yeah, that was my <laughs> formative experience with Derby. And, you know, looking back on it from an outside perspective, it was weird. <laughs> At what point did you come to acknowledge that there was like, it was like, a, not necessarily like weird as a, in a judgmental way, but sort of that it was a unique experience growing up this way. And is it just now? And no, if so, how does that no, feel? No, I think in college, I think I, I definitely um. Oh, when you finally met someone who didn't know what the fuck you were talking about? <laughs> probably. <laughs> you know, I like, I honestly think that I was probably pretty aware that it wasn't normal. I had a... I, I mean, I went to camp. Like, I had, I did do mm, extracurricular activities. I wasn't, like, totally insular in my experiences as a kid. But, um, yeah, I, I think it was probably, you know, teen, teenagedom at least, where I was like, this is, this is probably weird. <laughs> 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 you know, and I still love it. It just still, still makes me feel good to, like, celebrate it. Because I still do love my hometown and, and really what the Kentucky Derby Festival is and the Kentucky Derby is in general is just a celebration of Louisville and Kentucky. And I like to think the good things about it. Can you sum up briefly what those good things are? Bourbon. Bourbon. <laughs> Horses. Hor Horses, really? I mean, that's a thing Kentucky's known for that we're good at, I guess. Do you B feel bourbon. positively about the horses? I mean, I don't feel negatively about the horses so you're sort of ambivalent about these these majestic creatures <laughs> they're majestic they're big and they got big old weird faces <laughs> bourbon and and you know like community i always say that louisville is like a really big small town and i think during the derby festival it really feels like that and it feels mm -hmm. welcoming for the most part and and you know it feels like home and i like that you know the whole world gets to see my home and see how awesome it is, even if sometimes it doesn't feel like that. That's nice. Thanks. Okay, enough of that. Down now? Let's start bringing me into the picture. <laughs> when, when is, everyone's, everyone's just wondering, like, when is Jason going to come on stage? When you, don't worry, I'm waiting in the wings, just ready to step out and, and bring my perspective to the, to the events. Okay, Jason. So how, when did you do your first uh, derby party here in New York City when you, after you moved here? Was it the first year after you moved here, or was no, it a little bit Jennifer later? No, Jennifer didn't live here, so I'm going to say it was... 2014? Oh. And some hallmarks of these parties. I've been to two of them. Yes. Two? One and a half. Hallmarks of these parties. Pie. Derby pie. Mint juleps. It's because this year will be the my, one. My, my strongest memories of these parties are the, the, the mint juleps, which yes. are powerful. Yes. Um, and then eventually, well, I can sort of skip over a lot of that. Yes. Eventually, we decided this year we were going to go. Yeah. Or by which I mean uh, Julie Goldman, friend of the podcast, yeah. mother of Kelsey, yeah. uh, decided we were going to go. And we said, heck yeah. Well, she she said, if you guys are serious about going, because we kind of been like, we want to go. We want to get a whole group together and, and take everybody. Um, and she's like, if you guys are serious, I can get you tickets. And she did. And once that was happening, it was like, okay, we're going. And we all went, all nine of us. All nine of us, yes. All well, I'll list out the names just for posterity. Yeah, most the, Me, a lot of them have been on the podcast. You, yeah, Andrew, Ellen, Sarah, Jennifer, Vanessa, Stephanie, Katie. That's it. That's nine. So everyone in that list has been on the podcast except for Vanessa, Vanessa, friend of the Ellen. podcast, and Ellen, friend of the podcast. Wow. Yeah. Need to reach out. Can we? Can we reach out to Vanessa? Can we get a? Can we get a hold? Of, there's no one there. So we all went. We all drove down to Louisville, mm -hmm. as I mentioned. We got in Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, had some, you know, had some fun. Had some Louisville-centric fun those first two days. Mm -hmm. uh, but then Saturday arrives. Saturday, the day of the Derby. And it was 
raining. <laughs> it, was, it was wet. Oh boy, was it raining. It was raining a whole fucking lot. And Jennifer assured me early in the day when it was looking like it was going to be raining all day long, Jennifer assured me that it's never actually rained during the race itself. I might the, have said that too. The clouds have always parted and the sun has shone down. It was wishful thinking. I held on to that, that belief <laughs> long after it became clear that was not going to be that the case. That was not going to be the case, no. So we had brunch. We got mildly liquored up, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, some of us getting a little bit more intoxicated than others. Maybe maybe I'm one of those people. I don't know. You know, whatever. It's just all it's you know it's all kind of a blur. You know, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Who can say what ha- really happened? Who consumed what? Like, who can say? It's a, it's it's a it's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's lost to time. But we had brunch and it was very good. It was a lovely brunch. We all got uh you know fancied up, mm-hmm. all did up. Jason had a primo suit. Yeah, I can link to it in the show notes if anyone wants to see the suit I wore. It's a very good suit. It was everyone looked great, but I think the suit was notable because people usually don't see that side of me. I, don't, I wish I, I wish they saw it more. I wish they did too. I want to express that more to people. Can you wear those pants to work? No. Damn it. No. <laughs> those, that, that suit is, is much too tight to do anything but stand and drink in. <laughs> anyway, my suit, everyone loves it. We all know that. It's a good suit. It's a great suit. The best suit. <laughs> and Jennifer's parents, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Harlan, mm-hmm. are generously offered to drive us to the Derby. Which was awesome. It was great. I'm very, very thankful for them because apparently the parking situation was terrible this year. Mm-hmm. And we were also planning on getting super drunk. Yeah. So we weren't going to be driving. It's irresponsible drink and drive. Don't do it, everyone. And we didn't. Because we were aware that we were going to buy some juleps once we got to the, the, the to Churchill Downs. Yes. But we also knew they were going to cost a pretty penny. $14. And so you're trying to get drunk. <laughs> you're not trying to pay for the drinks or someone at the venue. What do you got to do? You got to... Can I say this on the air? You got to sneak in booze. Yeah, you do. You it's, a, it's a right passage, derby-wise. Yes. And because the security is, like, like it's sort of a, the way, I see, the way I understand it, it's like a cat and mouse game. It's like Pacino and De Niro in heat. It's like <laughs> cops and criminals one side of the law <laughs> facing down the other, and there's like a grudging respect, but you both got to do what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so our, we devised a system wherein some of us had sort of like bendable plastic flasks. Yeah. Like just sort of like the like the way I think of it is, is like those bags they put blood in. Yeah, it's kind of like those. Or like the inside of a camelback. Yeah, is that they're like inside? I've never seen this a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so it's like that. Yeah. And we filled those up with bourbon, uh-huh. and then those of us who did not have those uh, just double bagged the bourbon with uh, like Ziploc bags. Yep. Which worked, which all held together except in one one yeah, case. Yeah, except for Stephanie's. Yeah. We had one case of leakage. Yeah. <laughs> and we sort of tucked these and strapped these to various parts of our bodies <laughs> parts we believe would not be noticed in a pat down or yeah. just a cursory glance yeah and then and then you know we start we pull up to the derby yeah. first of all we sort of start passing by waves and waves of attendees to the derby yeah and we pass by what i believe is college housing yeah for for which college would that be university of louisville you yeah, okay university of louisville um boo boo, boo. good job boo <laughs> sorry because the okay i get confused but jennifer's not here so boo <laughs> Hey, I hate him. We hate him. Go cats. <laughs> Good job. Did I do? Okay, thank you. <laughs> and we, I start seeing these people like, and they're all just doing their thing. No one's like hassling anyone, except for we tried to pull off and get out of the car, and some people knocked the window. But whatever. Generally speaking, people are not doing anything to harm anyone. But this image of this like throng of like, I mean, prep- we were on like fraternity row, properly dressed young. I'll just say it. White people. Yes. It, it, it does not inspire uh, enthusiasm in my soul. Uh, I believe I said the words as we pulled up. This was a mistake. <laughs> well, there's lots of just, you know, pre-derby jitters there. And yeah. just the anxiety about getting through security and getting to our seats and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as we walked up to the, the derby, that was a feeling that stayed with me. And as we sort of got closer to Churchill Downs, we there was several street preachers in a row, actually. <laughs> gentlemen with microphones and amplifiers. Uh, warning us about the kingdom of heaven, um, hell. These guys are real big on hell and Satan. These sort of dudes are always really, really in on like the devil and like damnation. That's like their big thing. None of these dudes are ever out there like preaching for progressive societal change or welfare reform or or just like love things that would have been you know were more central to the the message of Jesus. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, that's sort of the atmosphere we're getting into. And then we get security and we get right through. Yeah. No no problems, no pat no downs, problem. nothing. I mean, to be fair, my mom did say sometimes they'll pat you down and search. They did search all our bags. Right. Um, like, Which I you, don't think. You got to do that. 
yeah I don't think like if we had put stuff in our bags like the girls we would have had we would have been able to get it in but you guys probably could have just put it in your pockets yeah probably yeah. <laughs> I did not need to go to the lengths that I went to which I <laughs> will not reveal on the air but um and my mom was kind of like you know sometimes you get like a full pat down you know they search everything sometimes they just don't do anything so it was like kind of like a 50 50 chance going in so we you know leaned to the and we packed uh what was what was the size of the bottle we emptied a handle into? we emptied the entire handle of bourbon into these various uh packets yes because our thinking was well we're gonna lose some of these yeah and we didn't lose any of them and we drank all of them. and we walked out with <laughs> none left <laughs> Plus, we all, like, I bought, like, three mint juleps. We, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah. that. We also brought in our little box lunch. Yeah. That's a, that's a big tradition of Derby, right, is yeah. you, that you have to, you want to bring in food, it has to be in a clear case. It has to be in, like, a certain container. You, there's so certain can things you it. can't bring in. Yeah. So a lot of local places will, like, offer, like, to pack box lunches for you, so they're all set to go. And we did that. Yeah. Um, which, which is fun. That's adding. Like which cute, would have been really great if thing. we could just sit in our box the whole time. Yeah, but so it's still raining when we get in. Yep. And we sort of, to get from the entrance, the gates, to the uh, area we were sitting, which is known as the clubhouse. Yeah. Because can you explain like how the seating is organized at Churchill Downs? I can't sort really. Because like there's sort of is like different. It's kind of set up like in a vague stadium style. It's not yeah. a stadium. It's not a stadium because it only is on one side. Yes. And it's the side where the finish line is. Yes. Um, <laughs> but there um, are ascending levels of seating. Right. Well, quote unquote seating. And our seating was not just like a row seating, but like box seating. So there's like we had a a box. And it had six folding chairs in it, but it wasn't, you know, the area that was under cover. No, because if it's like a nice sunny warm day, you want to be out there in the sunshine. Yeah. Enjoying yourself. Yeah. But if, say, it's raining all day, <laughs> then sort of the, the square concrete block with the metal rails around it and the six folding chairs that you and your, you know, eight compadres are cramming into. And we also had half another box somewhere else because that's how we had tickets, but... <laughs> I thought those were just like walking around tickets. Like I didn't know. No, what we actually had seats, which I was kind of surprised by. I, I thought didn't my mom, my mom said it was just going to be like walking around tickets, but we had like, like I had one of those in in the other section, and there was like a seat number and a oh. box number. So well, that was only three of us, so we weren't yeah. going to like split off. Yeah. To like go to a different box and be no. like you know divide ourselves. No, this, this is about silly. this is about unity been and silly. strength and family um, and the people in this room right now. <laughs> But yeah, so but to get from our from the entrance to our seating was kind of hellish. We had to walk through what I'm gonna conservatively estimate was about um, five miles of people. I'd say <laughs> like approximately. If we, if we took all the people and lined them up <laughs> back to back. <laughs> I didn't even mean like that, but yeah, that's that's probably about it right. Probably was like maybe a quarter of. A it mile. is a massively attended event. It's a massively attended. This thing event. is this thing is boy, this thing is popular. People yeah. love going to this thing. Yeah. Do you know how, roughly how many people went this year? I don't. I wonder if I can... Less than usual, probably. Because <laughs> it was raining. <laughs> Let me see if I can get a rough uh, uh, attendance up real quick. Because they were... they were Well, it was a lot of people. Yeah. And because it was raining, like there's a lot of areas that are uncovered yeah. that were, you know, perhaps... Desolate. Would have, would have been more... Had more people in them if it had not been raining. The people would have been spread out more. People would have spread out more. So so the the one we attended was oh no we were actually eighth in rank oh wow which is still pretty high yeah considering that was it was the rainiest yeah. one <laughs> so there were one hundred fifty seven thousand eight hundred thirteen people in, in attendance that's a lot of people that's a lot of people in what is a you know uh, I'm not even sure how to give a scale of how big Churchill Downs is because I mean it's a, it's a big space and I'm a not lot really, like don't know what to compare it to a lot of those people are in the infield also. Which I feel sorry for those motherfuckers, um, but why? Because they were getting rained on. Yeah, and so were we. And in the mud. Ooh, that's, that's too bad. Because um, it's basically is like it, it's set up is is this kind of like so from the point of like wading through this enormous crowd, mm -hmm. people are yelling, they're drunk. Oh, I should mention before you even enter Churchill Downs, the smell of what can I only describe as rest stop bathroom <laughs> emanates from the entire area because. Another big part of the derby, cigars. Yeah. There are multiple, like many, many cigar like sales people on premises. Yeah. People are like buying cigars lighting up like right all around you. All around you. Which is 
usually usually I can deal with people's like decisions to smoke like in their own lives like yeah. whatever even if it's well, and, on the street. It, I, but, like, and again, is, I think it was worse because of the rain because the, they were like trying to stay undercover and and also like the smell is just more trapped in the yeah. the rainy weather the humid rainy weather yeah so the whole thing just stank like pure ass yeah. And so we got we waited through all that. We Jason got, did have fun, you guys. I no, promise. No, so I'm, 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 I'm taking them through the through the depths to get back up. It's yeah. like it's like the purgatorio. <laughs> it's like the divine comedy. So we we wait through all this, yeah. and we get out there, and it's raining. We all got our little plastic ponchos on. Yeah. But we're standing out there, and my my and I see the people in the infield who are just yeah. like crowded around in what looks like like a like a refugee camp of sorts. <laughs> kind of. Uh, it's kind of like Bonnaroo. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's like a, like a festival. <laughs> But like a sad festival a atmosphere. Sad festival. Cause just because of the weather. Yeah. But I had this feeling that like, oh, this is what it would be like if I ever went to a NASCAR race. And I will say, just the general tenor of the of the, the of the people there, I don't think I'm too far off. <laughs> I think there's probably some overlap. Probably, yeah. Not not to you know, I'm not trying to be dismissive of, of NASCAR racing. Well, just Katie to, wants to take us all to Daytona 500. I'm just saying there's some demographic overlap. Is yeah. all I'm saying. Um. So we got mm. there, and it was just like. It started raining harder as soon as we got to yes. our seats. And we're all in our box and it's raining. And <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, I feel bad now. And I'm, I, I'm having an anxiety attack. No, I know that. Uh, <laughs> I know that while I was having just a, like just being crushed under the weight of full misery, <laughs> Kelsey was being uh, having an anxiety attack because she was afraid that people weren't going to have fun. <laughs> so we are, I was, we were, I was given money by my parents to bet on horses. Yeah. We were they they told us we were betting for them, but yeah. they told us to choose horses, which was a mistake on their part because I am I did not <laughs> have any investment in these horses. And by the time me and Sarah made our way to the betting window, yeah. I was like, whatever, just do this. I, I need to I need to be somewhere else. I need a drink. <laughs> and essentially, like the two of them, we sort of in, I ended up splitting off from Sarah and and Stephanie. Yeah. Because for what reason I do not understand in, in hindsight, but I ended up on my own, <laughs> wandering through the. It's a bit, it's also a bit of a midway setup there yeah. because there's like food and like concessions and, and cigars lined up in certain areas around the uh, the, the 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 outside of the track. Mike, I went I, I used the bathroom. I did not think to use the porta potties. Uh, that but that's on me. But that was um. Are you, are you familiar with like the and like some like in some of the more like low rent men's bathrooms and like public event spaces like the trough setup? I mean, I can imagine. You can probably. Imagine I'm not familiar with it. Uh, have you seen it? Or do you have you heard of it? I I can I mean I know what a trough is. But it's like a urinal, but, but it's like all one. It's all one situation thing with no dividers or anything. It's just a bunch of men standing around just urinating into a, trough. into a trough right next to each other with no sort of. That I'm sorry. I'm actually getting kind of anxious just thinking about it. Let's move on. But no, but I I just say that because like that's an experience I've had in the past, and it's I've sort of gotten to the point where I'm like I'll just wait for the stall. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, which I did here because the they had a similar setup in the derby in the Churchill Downs bathrooms, yeah. but the, it was like multiple small troughs. So it was basically it would be three, two or three men, <laughs> just totally like together, peeing into the same like smallish like bathtub style situation. <laughs> and so I said no, thank you. Well, also I need the privacy of a of a stall Two. to retrieve my my liquor. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm making that sound so much worse than it actually is. <laughs> but it was not an easily accessible place. Yeah. And all, weirdly, the stalls seemed like they were set up like horse stalls. <laughs> like the stalls the horses are in before they start racing. Yeah. This may have just been a product of my confused and overwhelmed mind. But I did see that and think, that's kind of funny. <laughs> so I took care of that. And then I, 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 I found the, the... I found it because Sarah wanted, wanted like the mint juleps and then, then, like, the, the collectible glasses. Yeah. So I passed by several places that were selling like other drinks. Yeah. I was like, no, I need the glasses. I need to find where the glasses are. I need to get these glasses. <laughs> and I ended up in line. Uh-huh. I was there for somewhere between 15 and 30 minutes. And by the time I got to the front of the line, I had received several text messages yeah. from the rest of the group uh, alerting me that mint juleps had been purchased. And in fact, there were more than enough for all of us. So I only needed to purchase one, if any, or I could just come straight back. At this point, I said, no, you know what? I've been through all this. I'm buying myself a drink right now. And here's where things turn around. Because I get to the front of the line, the gentleman I've been standing in line with, who I'd sort of spoken up, like I'd spoken to a couple times. We didn't strike up a friendship or anything, but we sort of had a little bit back and forth. He buys me a shot. Nice. Which is a lot of, to invest in me, like a guy he's never going to see again. <laughs> and then I buy them in julep. And as soon as I start drinking it, it's it's the best mint julep I've ever had. It's it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful dance of flavors in my mouth. They it's are very crushed good. Crushed ice and, and sweet 
syrupy and the mint and the bourbon and tastes so good. And then I find out everyone has, we've basically, for the time being, abandoned our box. Yes. <laughs> and have found refuge in a dry area in the midway section yeah. by a car. It was like a, there it was, was like, a truck. There was a truck. There was a truck that was being given away or something. Yeah, I never really was clear on that. We, I was just like, we're by the red truck. <laughs> but I found the red truck. We were all there. We were out of the rain. And we started drinking. And the process was basically you drink maybe half of your julep. Then you, uh, you know, procure your own Lo- liquor and load it back up. Yeah. Uh, repeat ad nauseum. Yes. And we got very drunk. And we got very drunk. <laughs> and you know what? The day started turning around. It really did. The weather did not let up. It rained even harder yeah. after that. Yeah. It rained very, very hard. We made our way back out to the box you know, before about 10 or 15 minutes before the race. Mm-hmm. And we just sort of hung out there for the rest of the day. We sang day. a lot. There was a lot of singing. We sang the theme song to the podcast you're listening to. Yes. Because we, we were, in were fact, outside, outside in, in the, the rain. rain. <laughs> outside in the rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? It just ended up being a lot of fun. It did. It was like the, the one of the only times in the entire trip that all nine of us were together. Yeah. And we were all having fun. We ate our food. Yeah. We drank. We sang songs. We told stories of old. Then when we got home, there was pizza. There was pizza. And we watched John Mulaney. And we watched the John Mulaney special for us, for you and me the second time. Together. That, that, uh. It was beautiful. That, that trip. It was really, like, the, the back half of the day was really good. It was. It was, uh, things, you know, you, sometimes you gotta go through the fire. Right. To get to the, um, uh, you know, whatever. And I feel like any Julep? subsequent derbies can really only be better. Right. Unless... You know, there's like a tornado or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already went to the rainiest derby in history. Right. If we went again, it couldn't get any worse than that. Uh, ah. <laughs> but you had fun in, I, the, in the end. I will say the day after derby, which we were just sort of hanging around Louisville, mm-hmm. uh, we got free brunch. We got free brunch. Because they were so crowded, it took an hour for us to get our food. Yeah. More than an hour, actually. Yeah. Well, whatever. We got, we got. Free brunch. They're very nice about it. Yeah. The um, We didn't even complain, and they just gave us free brunch. What's the, what's the name of that place? Uh, the Silver Dollar. Silver Dollar in Louisville, Kentucky. Great yeah. place. Look Great it up place. here in the area. Yeah. Delicious food. Um, yeah. That, that also, that's, that's another point I just want to make real quick. We were cool about it. Yeah. And so, we got a free meal. Yeah. We, li- we literally if, didn't and complain, if, and they're like, we're going to comp all your food. And we're like, Great. <laughs> and we give you a free round of drinks. Great. Great. <laughs> so, that, that's just a lesson to people who, you know, don't work in the service industry and like, are encountering someone who does if there's an issue and you're like just cool about it things could really turn around for you they really could like things could really if you just like show just like a modicum of like just being a, an okay person a human decency just a small <laughs> amount of human decency you will you'll reap so much so many benefits just so, just just a tip so just if, a tip. if you can't just be a decent person for like the sake of the other human being you're interacting with at their job karma do it for yourself do it for you the know? karma Anyway. And, uh, and then anyway, like, and the day after, I was sort of still yeah. like, boy, that was that was a lot. I yeah. was, it was like, yeah, I was still thinking about it as, about it as an experience yeah. rather than sort of a fun time, which I still sort of do. Yeah. But, but even now, sort of looking back on it, the more I think about it as an as an event, yeah, as a journey we all took together, mm-hmm. I feel very very good about it. I look back back fondly on it. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, like I said, it was a bit of an experience, a bit of a, you know. A bit of a rough start, but you've done it. I've done it, and I'm glad I did, and it was a lot of fun, and yeah. I would definitely do it again. I would too. Which hopefully I would, I, in the sun. I would, boy, <laughs> that'd be great. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to dominate that narrative. It's you, okay. it, was, it was your first IRL derby going to yeah. the derby day. Derby. I mean, and like, like I said, I also had a little bit of an anxiety attack because I was just like, because I was like effectively hosting this whole event with Jen, and I yeah. just was like. Because I know my friends, and I know you, and I know Sarah, and Sarah had already had kind of a rough morning. There was a lot of anxiety in the house. Yeah, like, n- none of us are super mentally stable um, <laughs> when it comes to, like, crowds and shit. Um, um, and so I was just, like, really freaking out that people weren't going to have fun, and it was just going to be terrible. And I understand. When you when you sort of invited people on an, on an event and you've hosted it, you want them to have a good time. You want them to have a good time. Of course, of course. And I think in the end, everyone did. And I'm really happy about that. And honestly, the the like evening, the next evening, like when we got back to my house that evening, we just had pizza from the post <laughs> in Louisville. Also very good. We had pizza from there twice, you and me. <laughs> good place. Good place. As long as we're doing it, let's shout out the, the Grail. Shout out the Grail. In Louisville, Kentucky. Great, yeah. great food. Great food. Great drinks. Great beers. 
the Pearl, which we didn't actually get to go to, but we love. Oh, love the Pearl. Love, love the, the Pearl, Pearl. Great bar and also in Louisville. Wish you were open at three. <laughs> uh, is it Louisville Beer Store? Louisville Beer Store, yes. I have a hoodie, so I should know what their name is. Yeah. Shout out Louisville Beer Store. Great yeah. place. Great folks. Shout out Rob. Shout out Rob. The, the youngest 40-year-old I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Yeah, and I think like the, the evening when we got back, just like chilling in my living room, watching John Mulaney. Um, and then the next evening when we were just like out by the pool, by the fire pit and playing Scrabble and eating nachos. Mm-hmm. That was really, that was really great. Like I, I really like being around all those people. So Aww. it was nice. Well, that's what it's all about, right? What it's all about. Community. Bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Now, normally we'd have a, a pitch session here. Surely there's something we can pitch based on this. Yeah, I don't. I, I know we've already gone pretty in depth on on the derby, so I won't yeah. hold us for too much longer. Right. But I will say, um, you know, cue, cue, cue the theme song. It's pitch time, pitch it's time. time. Hey Netflix, don't you want this show? God, I really just don't know. <laughs> it's pitch time. So I have one pitch. Go. I'm ready. This this episode. And it's a pitch for a horse race that takes place indoors. Okay, indoor horse race. Surely that exists. Yeah, I'm just wondering if we can maybe take a pre-existing horse race mm-hmm. and move that just inside. Just move it indoors. Just get it inside. Just you know, build a big tent over the whole thing. A dome made, perhaps. Dome. Like those, you know, those those football stadiums that have the retractable yeah, like, dome. Like the super dome, yeah. <laughs> what what I ask you, name one thing preventing Churchill Downs from selling a a a super a dome type situation you know like how there was like those high rises like there's multiple levels above us Mm -hmm. so those are new and they were like controversial when they were installed so you're saying there might be some pushback all the the suites and stuff there might be some some like local pushback from my my dome proposition churchill dunce is called the twin spires but now you can hardly see the twin spires i didn't even know about that yeah they're the things in the middle you know well (laughs) you're definitely not gonna be able to see those those bitches when i put this dome up (laughs) yeah i'll tell you that right now so that's really the i think the main the main thing preventing making churchill downs indoors what if i told you and the citizens of louisville kentucky that you're not gonna have to pay for the dome netflix is gonna pay for the dome (laughs) the netflix kentucky derby yes because we're pitching it to netflix yes (laughs) because netflix i think it's time for them to branch out into not broadcasting sports per se but construction of sports adjacent buildings and materials okay okay i think netflix would be very interested to hear my proposal mm-hmm. for their dome mm-hmm. they could like netflix pr- presents the kentucky derby yeah they, they could put like you know on the on the underside of the dome they could put like you know whatever the original programming they're trying to promote <laughs> that that month yeah totally yeah they can make it they can do streaming video on that thing whatever you know yeah people will be looking up there in between horse races there's a lot of time in between horse races exactly they could you could stream an entire you know Two episodes of Kimmy Schmidt. And then, of course, they'd have access to Churchill Downs. Right. If they right. need to film any, like, horse racing adjacent shit. Or if they want to start screening things just on the dome. In general. It's like IMAX times a million. Yes. Well, maybe not a million. You just have <laughs> everyone lie on the, in the exactly. infield and look up. We've talked about this podcast already, how Netflix is, you know, expanding their operations to buy a, a chain of movie theaters. How they are our, our overlords. Yes. They're going to own us all eventually. Yeah, well, they already... We still love you, though, Netflix. Hit us up. Yeah, no, so we'll take your money. <laughs> but the the point is, like, this would be a, this is a new way to experience movies. Okay. Or, like, even, like, you know, full immersion, Seabiscuit the Ride. Oh, shit. Like those 4D things they have in Disney World and <laughs> yeah. Universal Studios. But, like, with actual horses, I guess? <laughs> or, like, you just, like, do you just hang from, like, the ceiling and go around the track oh, and, like, like oh, horse... Oh wait, are you wait? So are you are you being the jockey or are you being the horse? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you can pay more to be the the jockey. Maybe you can pay more to be the horse. You have to ride another person. Yes, yes. <laughs> that sort of is. Well, okay, now we're branching out into a whole separate area of. Um, Maybe we should move of, on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I guess that's about it. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for for making that happen for me, Kelsey. Thank you for coming. And bringing that awesome suit. Oh, come on. It's a good suit. Stop, stop. I mean, it was, but, you know, come on. You look fly as hell. Oh, stop. I mean, I did. I know, I yeah. Mean, but... cue, cue the Lizzo. Do my hair Check my na- We don't have the rights to that. Baby, how you feel? Special thanks to Danny About of the Weeping Willards for their use of their song, 
Outside in the Rain, available now on their self-titled album on Bandcamp. And special thanks to Carly Sussman, who designed our logo. You can find her work at carly-rose.com. If you like our podcast and you enjoy hearing us talk about things other than derby and horses and stuff, you know, give us a like, a subscribe. A review would be great. Oh, that'd a be review so would be good. awesome. Be so good. And you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter and Facebook. You know, the important social medias. Come on, let's be honest. Those, those are the ones that matter. We yes. all know those are the ones that are important. We'd be on Vine, too, if it was still around. We would. <laughs> uh, rip Vine. Rip Vine. So now we'll say our customary goodbye, which is a singing of the song My Old Kentucky Home with the original lyrics. Nope. And a one, and a uh, two, nope. and a one, two, three. Nope. <laughs> Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up. Can't let them get to me. And even though I always fuck my life up, only I can mention me. They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up. Can't let them get to me. And even though I always fuck my life up, only I can mention me. Only I can mention me. Only I can mention me. Look, look at these horse names. These are these are quite comical. <laughs> Some of these are indeed humorous, I would even say. Indeed humorous. Borderline ridiculous. An example? The winner of um, the 1888 Derby is Macbeth II. Nice. Derby winner from 1901, His Eminence. His Eminence. It's the whole name. <laughs> 1903, Judge Himes. Like the villain from a Cormac McCarthy novel, Judge Himes. Judge Himes. Sorry, 1909, Wintergreen. Wintergreen. 1914, Old Rosebud. 1915, oh. Regret. Regret's, the, a, regret's a filly. The I concept think. of regret. I think Regret's a girl. I'm not sure. Yes. Yeah. Only like three girls have won hmm. the Derby. Very fitting that Regret is a woman. Am I right, fellas? Excuse me. Am I right? So, and ladies. Sorry, and ladies. <laughs> Did 21, the winner was Behave Yourself. So if winter, Behave yourself. Winter Green is already a horse. We could have Winter O Green, <laughs> like the lifesavers. Yeah, or Bito Honey. Bito Honey. Like the terrible candy bar. That you have to like suck on for a really long time before you can chew it. Ugh, it's miserable. It's nasty. And it gets stuck in your teeth all day. Ooh.